All right, ladies and gentlemen, back at uh, 26 and a half to the top. But did you know, uh, I'm sure you do, we have a, a massive election uh, coming into play. That's in just five days. One of the participants is my next guest. He vying for a very important seat in Congress, first congressional in the district. His name is Nick Lalona. We welcome him to the airwaves uh, here on a Thursday morning. Sir, how are you? Good morning, Jay. So good to be on. I'm fired up, and I haven't even had my double espresso yet. I'm so fired up. Well, I have. How about that? Knowing you are coming on, I'm I'm pumped. You know, I mean, this is listen. This is, I guess, is the norm because, you know, it's uh, to guys like me in the business. You know, in five days, it's it's like Christmas. You know, uh, Christmas or Hanukkah, whatever you want to call it. The thing is. We've got some very important choices to make in five days. And I know you have been making the rounds. And give me some of the experiences since we last spoke. Yeah, so uh, so these elections are about distinctions between candidates and distinctions between ideas and philosophies and how we would govern. And there's a great distinction between uh, many of these candidacies this year, including in my race. I heard your previous guest on talking about the nation's dead, our deficit, and what we need to do to get back on the right track. And, Jay, there's a clear distinction in my race. I've said for as long as I've been campaigning for this office, we need to rein in federal spending. Senator Paul has a penny plan to reduce federal spending by 1% per department. It puts the onus on the cabinet secretary to look at their budget and make a one mere percent haircut on that department's expenditures. That's part of my plan. My opponent, in a debate, tapes available on YouTube, says that what she'd rather do is repeal the 2017 tax cuts so the government can get more of your money. It would cost $1,200 per, um, more per individual if she ever, God forbid, was able to enact that plan. I think that's a terrible idea. The government spends way too much. We do not have a, uh, a revenue problem. We have an expenditure problem, and that's the better way to solve it, especially in these inflationary times where folks are pinching a lot of pennies. Imagine that. And I just brought it up with Craig before, Mr. Ferentino. Uh, you see, it it's common. You know, what we lack right now in all fronts, national stage, Albany, locally here on Long Island, we lack common sense. Common sense would tell me that a federal chair in that of Jerry Powell would have a sit-down in the Oval Office with the President of the United States to say, hey, Mr. President, I just want to let you know, you know, when you spend as you are, that's why things are not getting better, better, sir. You see, that's a conversation of common sense, which we don't have any, I don't think. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of common sense lacking in Washington. It probably actually starts with the Fed chair, and the Fed chairs before him who have kept interest rates super low for an extended period of time. Everybody in the sidelines, Jay, knew that these interest rates were coiling and coiling and coiling, and eventually they were going to spring up. So I think that we need to be a little more serious about our monetary policy. Everybody's always focused about the confirmation of United States Supreme Court justices, and that's healthy and that's good for our society. But these Fed governors squeak by, and they don't get the scrutiny that I think they should get. And the Senate needs to do with diligence to ensure that when they're confirming Fed governors, they're doing so uh, with folks who understand that inflation is, is often the result of prolonged low interest rates. And that could have been better anticipated from a monetary policy perspective, but certainly from a fiscal perspective, yeah, this Biden administration just spends, spends, spends. I knew a couple of drunken sailors in my time in the Navy. 
And it's and the president and the Congress are spending like drunken sailors now. And let me tell you, we need to rein that in. He is running for Congress uh, in the first congressional. Can you believe it as far as yourself? You know, you and I have had many a conversation back in the day. Your name was bandied about. Lee Zeldin running for governor. Who replaces him? A couple of names here and there. And in comes Nicolota's name. Board of Elections, you know, kind of a stellar reputation and everything else. Here we are five days out. You could be going to Washington uh, to start your tenure very soon. Can you believe it? Do you pinch yourself right now as we're five days out or no? Yeah, I've been blessed, Jay. Um, my dad was a cop. Both of my grandfathers were cops. My stepdad was a Navy man. My brother served 20 honorable years in the Marines, earned the Bronze Star. That after I graduated from Santity's Jay, I went off to the Naval Academy, served our nation in uniform for 11 years, deployed overseas three times, confirmed in that time, Jay, like you, we understand this country is the greatest our world has ever known. And if the voters of the 1st District would permit me, yeah, I'm going to take my mission to Washington to help serve the country just like my family has done in so many other levels for our country and our community it would be an honor it would be like a forced deployment to me to ensure that you know there's a fighter for long island in washington helping to ensure someone's protecting their wallets someone's protecting their safety someone who believes in american supremacy that we don't have to beg the opec countries or russia or venezuela for oil somebody who truly understands the backbone of this country and the great people who have made it that way i'd be honored if i had that opportunity jay Nicolota with me a couple of minutes. Have you met leader Kevin McCarthy, uh, uh, Nicolota? Yes, sir. Indeed, uh, he came to Long Island a couple of weeks ago to help me raise some money. These campaigns are super expensive. You know, somehow my uh, my opponent raised millions of dollars. We crossed the million-dollar uh, mark a few weeks ago. We've raised and spent $1.3 million in this race so far, and the leader's been helpful to ensure that we have the resources to get the truth out there on all the issues about the economy, about the border, debunking my opponent's fantasy on abortion and some other things. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to have his and many other support, Steve Scalise uh, and others, and Tom Emmer have, have uh, helped me out as well. There's a core team in Washington, and we have a plan, and we want the majority next year to be able to enact that plan that makes this country safer, more affordable, and protects our freedoms and has our cops back. These are things that are important to the next Republican majority, and we hope that voters place their confidence in us to ensure that we have the opportunity to govern that way. I find in this election is the fact that I think we all can ascertain that one-party rule is a disaster, right? I mean, we see it now in Washington. We see it in Albany. It doesn't work. But I've heard so many people, rather than boast about the seats that are going to be overturned via the House, it's about getting together and having a sensible conversation to get something accomplished, which is music to my ears, because we haven't seen that in such a long time. Do you get a feeling of that nature that could come about here? I do. And in my travels, I've met some other uh, candidates for office from other states. Uh, I'm thinking right now about Morgan Luttrell from Texas and Wes Hunt from Texas. These are military men, and there's military women out there. Uh, as well on, uh, on our tickets in other states, who merely just want to put the country first, they want to put the dysfunction behind us, the yelling, the shouting, the culture wars. They want to put all that stuff behind us and just do what's best for this great country. Yes, we're Republicans and conservatives. We believe in more 
individual accountability and personal responsibility and less government spending and less government intrusion in your life. There are certainly ideals that we hold to be the truest uh, of our political personas. But make no mistake, there's a cadre of folks heading to Washington in just a month or two who are going to put this country first and ensure that Americans feel safe, Americans can afford their own lives, can pass off as many opportunities to their kids as, as they've had. That's what's most important to us for next year, Jay. Nick Lalota with us a couple of minutes. Uh, you know, you had kind of a reconfiguration regarding the district, and that's based on the census 2020. We all know that. Uh, how has that affected you as far as getting your message out? You know, you got to stay flexible in this business. You know, kind of like Gumby. You know, you got to be able to, uh, to bob and weave and bend when, when possible, when necessary. And the district initially went from Plum Island to Plainview. I raised my hand. And they said, hey, listen, we're looking for a, uh, a family man. We're looking for a guy who understands the law. We're looking for a guy who served in the military, kind of like Lee Zeldin. But they said they wanted a chubbier Navy version of Lee Zeldin. So they came to me, and they asked me to run. And I, put, I raised my hand and said, yeah, I'll, I'll run for that office. I'm proud to do that. And they changed the lines. And now the lines currently have the town of Huntington, where I went, my wife and I went to high school, where my wife teaches, the town of Brookhaven. The, uh, the, uh, excuse me, the town of the town of the whole town of Smithtown now, the northern half of Brookhaven, all five Eastern towns. It's a very expansive district, Jay. I've placed twenty five thousand miles on my car in the last eight months, traveling the whole bit of it. It's all in Suffolk County, and I uh, traveled the whole bit of it, meeting a lot of folks along the way, hearing about the issues that matter to them most. And uh, and and I hope that I'd be able to, to serve those people well. Uh, in Washington to address uh, some of the really serious concerns at this watershed moment of our nation's history, Jay. We all know that politics, uh, you know, infringes upon family life, and I always pick up on your your commercials, Nick Lolota, regarding your high school sweetheart, your wife. How has that impacted her, the kids, knowing what's at stake here? I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, so she's been tremendously supportive. The family's been tremendously supportive. You know, I've always said the hardest job in the world is being a military spouse. You know, that whether it's the man or the woman who goes overseas and the family stays home, the hardest job, I think, in America is being a military, deployed military member spouse. And uh, and my wife has stepped up in a similar fashion here. And let's, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that this is as hard as that. It certainly isn't. I, I, I've gone through some of those deployments. I know those who have gone through tough deployments as well but it's slightly analogous in that listen i'm away most nights i'm going to you know chicken dinners and fundraisers and other rallies and whatnot five six nights a week and it takes a strong family to be able to support me to do that and my wife my family has been steadfast in their support i'm so appreciative for it because they know what's at stake they want a country that is good for our family for the next generation as well and they understand this is a team effort here and i'm so appreciative that uh, my family's been right there with me the whole time. Ready. We will follow your trek, sir, over the next five days. And uh, I look forward to having a uh, a double espresso in person with you at some point. How's that? Yes, sir. I can't wait. We'll, uh, we'll have a chilled, uh, and it'll be a nice one. It'll be good. How about that? It should be a lot of fun. Uh, Nick Lota, ladies and gentlemen, is running for Congress. The first congressional at stake Nick's uh, name on the ballot, Republican and conservative lines. Sir, we appreciate a couple of minutes and a busy morning.